Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Um, I wasn't going to do a podcast today, but I think it became necessary when I saw a tweet today from Mick West on Twitter. Uh, He actually wrote, uh, Did the children at the aerial school see puppets instead of aliens? It's a theory that sounds silly, but are traveling puppeteers actually more or less plausible than telepathic aliens? Give it a read, then consider where it ranks on the hypothesis list. And then he provided a link. There was a link in the tweet for a blog by a UK resident uh, named uh, Gideon Reed. And it's called The Mysterious Events at Aerial School, Zimbabwe, uh, 16 September 1994. And uh, Mr. Reed provides a detailed reasoning as to why he thinks uh, it could have been puppets that people saw. And basically, uh, I'm not going to read any of this to you. you could, uh, I'll leave the link so you could check it out yourself. And, uh, <laughs> this is, this is, I, I, to me, this, this hypothesis is, you know, ranks up there with some of the, uh, some of the government claims actually, uh, that were made, uh, with, uh, re- with regard to different, uh, uh, alien events. For instance, uh, the Roswell incident, uh, the, in 1997, the Air Force tried to make it sound like, uh, what people really saw in 1947 were these anthropomorphic dummies that were dropped from high altitude during, for these tests. The only problem with that theory was that they didn't drop them, uh, in the area that, uh, of Roswell where near Roswell, where this, uh, event, uh, occurred, where this, uh, 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 flying saucer had crashed that's one thing and the other problem with that whole theory was was that the the drops didn't occur until night from they didn't start doing this until 1953 and it ended in 1959 so they were way off in their years so that that's one of them but i think the biggest one that this compares to is the swamp gas to me this is the uh, the swamp gas uh, assertion that was made by uh project blue book back in 1966 in 1966 as a lot of people uh, remember there was uh, the story about the, the, uh, hundreds of people hundreds of people were seeing ufos in this area of michigan um and uh so 
Project Blue Book uh, scientific consultant J. Allen Hynek, who actually would later uh, become a proponent of uh, of the uh, of the mystery. Like he he actually saw realized as time went on that there was more to this than you know uh, than meets the eye, and that it, you know it could have been it could be extraterrestrial. Uh, but at the time, he was working for Project Blue Book, and uh, Project Blue Book was basically a public relations effort to basically, uh, you know, assuage the concerns of the public with regards to uh, UFOs. And uh, actually, I'm going to read a little bit of this article. Uh, UFO or swamp gas, Michigan's close encounters. Uh, and this was uh, actually from 2016. The vernal equinox came and went quietly yesterday on a clear blue Sunday in mid-Michigan. But 50 years ago, the first day of spring in Michigan was not so quiet. On March 20th, 1966, dozens of people claimed to have spotted a UFO hovering around Dexter, Michigan, near Ann Arbor. The next day, a similar report came out of Hillsdale. The rash of sightings made national news and even caught the attention of veteran newsman Walter Cronkite. But what was the thing all those people saw? Current state reporter Kevin Lavery went to Ann Arbor this weekend for a conference commemorating the anniversary of the sighting to try and find out. The call came into the Washtenaw County Sheriff around 8.30 that evening, said, says Harry Wilness, ufologist and former director of the Michigan UFO Network. On the line was a local farmer named Frank Manor. He said he was on the porch trying to calm down his barking dogs when he saw a bright object falling from the north. He described a football-shaped object about the size of a small car, says Wilness. He also mentioned a mist that seemed to hang from the bottom, which is common in UFO sightings. The Washtenaw County Sheriff's Police Report described an object with blue, green, and white flashing lights. The lights would often change colors. News reports from Hillsdale the following day would describe similar sightings. I think what made these cases unique is their relation to each other in time, one day after another, and the huge number of witnesses involved, says historian Will Matthews. We're talking 50 to 100 witnesses in Dexter and close to that number in Hillsdale. Such an uncommon sighting was bound to bring outside attention, and suddenly Walter Cronkite wasn't the only one interested in the Michigan farm town. J. Allen Hynek, renowned astronomer and an authority on UFOs during the 1940s, was brought in by the Air Force to investigate. Hynek's probe concluded that people were probably just witnessing a natural phenomenon called swamp gas. They needed someone to come in and say, here's what you probably saw that night, says Wilness. He was convinced that these were uh, he, he was convinced that these were crackpots, visionaries, people who were seeing things or had too much to drink. The Manor family had a rough time after the government denounced the UFO sighting. Cars lined up around their property for weeks after. People unnecessarily tromped over their lawn. Frank Manor even had his car windshield smashed by a beer bottle. Years later, Heineck's skepticism about UFOs would subside. He and Wilness would eventually work together at the Center for UFO Studies in Chicago. Even with an, an official investigation and explanation, those few nights in 1966 remain clouded in mystery, but it's not so mysterious to Harry Wilness. I'm absolutely a believer, says Wilness. What I really enjoy, and this has happened several times in my life, people who just laugh at me, they're just so, well, what is wrong with you? And then guess what? They have their own sighting. They have their own close encounter, and oh my God, I've seen the eyes become like like saucers. And this is this article, I'll leave the link for it. It's from WKAR. And uh, another thing about that, and here, uh, there's another article here. I just want to mention something from this other article from Michigan Radio. Uh, one of the weird things about this was that 
uh, Heineck did have did not have an explanation at the time. Um, uh, initially, like he had a he actually told uh, the uh, the sheriff at the time that he did not know what it was, and he said he needed to call Washington. And after he got off the phone with Washington, that's when he made the swamp gas claim. Uh, and that's why a lot of people were mad in Michigan at the time. Um, a, a lot, there was a lot of people who saw it. So it wasn't swamp gas. It was a solid object, a saucer-shaped object, solid. But but that explanation, the swamp gas explanation, hold doesn't hold water at all to this new one that's uh, being pushed by Mick here. Okay, actually, not only after he made that tweet, he he. Uh, well, first I first of all, I want to point out that I actually responded. Uh, I, I thanked him for po- posting this because I, you know, I. <laughs> and to me, I, I to me, this is I, there. There are people out there. They need to be assured all the time that there's nothing to this. There's no aliens coming here. Don't, there's nothing to be afraid of. You know, just relax. There, there, there's a market for that, and 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 Mick West fills that market admirably. I, you know, hats off to the guy. He really does a great job because there are people out there that need that. But I responded to when he put this out there. I wrote, "Thank you so much for this. I'm going to have a field day with this one on my podcast. This is the most absurd, ludicrous debunker claim of all time, bar none. This top swamp gas. This proves my claim that debunkerism is a cult, and I do. I do think it's a cult. I mean." why are why does why do our people uh why do people need to hear things like this like i mean if they're if you don't believe in in uh visitors from other worlds right even though the the proof is you know is there i mean the evidence there's enough evidence now after all these decades that shows that there is something going on right if you if if you don't believe in it why why do you need to be assured all the time that uh, I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out, and, and that's why I think it's become it's become a cult. People need to hear; they need to be told things that aren't true. You know, that they need to reaffirm their, their 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 conviction that you know they need they need to you know be told that told these things so so they don't so they can go to sleep at night. And that's what's going on here. It's it's like it's turned into a cult. Now, of course, I've been attacked on here by a few people, uh, and some people have uh, you know. They, they liked my comment, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't want to get into a, a Twitter argument with anybody. I, I mean, I, I respect Mick West. I, you know, I, I, I don't have anything against the guy. I, I you know, I, I just think that some of his claims are absurd sometimes, and I'm sure, I, I'm sure that he would probably say the same about the things I say. But then he actually put up a poll, and this was telling. Uh, uh, let's let's refresh it here and see where it's at. Okay, it has 387 votes. Oh, wow. Let's see where it's at right now. A simple question of plausibility. A bunch of a simple question of plausibility. A bunch of kids at a school claim to have seen some weird creatures and a spaceship. What seems more plausible that the creatures are aliens or the kids saw some puppeteers loading a van with their puppets? And then he has the choices: aliens and spaceships, thirty-one point three percent; puppeteers, van, puppets, forty-five percent. I don't know, twenty-three point eight percent. And that's out of three hundred eighty-seven votes, folks. So. Um. Wow. And uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's just absolutely, uh, it's it's absurd. I, I, I mean, it's funny that you have actually more people going along with the puppeteers than than the aliens in a spaceship. Actually, when you consider 
the the you know the proof that was uh, you know gathered by a lot of researchers who investigated Ariel School, and there were no debunkers there, right? Mick West was his you know, never talked to these people. I know within the past year he uh, threw a tweet out. I can't remember when it was. It could have been ten months ago. I don't remember. He was asking for information about Ariel School, and I thought, oh, here we go. He's looking for something. He he wants to try to debunk the the this the, you know the the the, the you know uh, the Empire State Building of 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 UFO stories because it's I I just don't see how you know you know it's to, to me it's you can't debunk this one it's just impossible it's just impossible the best that they had before this one was uh, that it was a mass hysteria that was the that was usually the what we get from debunkers yeah, you know it was all mass hysteria. You know, and that's that's absurd. I mean, a bunch of kids, you know, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, right? They're not gonna, uh, they, they don't have the ability to. Uh, uh, for one thing, throw, forget about. I'm not even gonna talk about the mass hysteria. That's nonsense. That's not what happened here. But the, but the other one is, you know, they can't really say that it can, you know, was a conspiracy. I mean, how could you, you know, uh, you know, sixty kids, sixty plus kids are gonna conspire, right, to uh, to say that. Uh, that the aerial the aerial school incident was a uh, uh, you know the, the, it's just not going to happen. I mean, you, I, how could you your little kids can't uh, you know f- f- conspire to do something like this? It's just impossible. You know, it just wouldn't work. I mean, you can't have a bunch of little kids get together, sixty of them, no less, right, and say, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to tell all the adults we saw a UFO and, and an alien, and we're going to we're going to stand by this story for the rest of our lives. Right, because <laughs> that's impossible. That's 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 more re- to me. That's more ridiculous than uh, uh, than the notion that, of, of an alien spacecraft landing and, and alien beings communicating with them. Uh, and as, as and so is the mass hysteria uh, hypothesis. That that to me, that's more ridiculous. No, no, that's that's not what happened here. They saw something, right? But now along comes the the puppet the the puppet explanation. <laughs> Okay, now let's 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 try to. Uh, first off, I would, let's talk about this. I, again, I'm not going to get into this, but apparently, this guy uh, uh, Gideon Reed took his uh, his his one of his children in, in a class. They they uh, you know within the past uh, decade, they they've been doing this for some kids. They would put on this pretend alien crash show where it's with a crash spaceship ship and a, somebody in a hazmat suit. And so after this happened, uh, he he came to the conclusion well that's what probably happened at uh uh at aerial school it was a puppet show a travel you know basically you know a puppet show they saw but let's let's look at the whole situation uh and uh, to me the hypothesis doesn't make any sense at all i mean i i just don't i don't buy it one bit i mean it's, it's totally absurd it's ludicrous and I'll, I'll tell you why okay for one thing these beings were communicating telepathically with the children, putting messages inside their heads uh, uh, about technology, about the uh, the possible destruction of Earth if if uh, if, thing, if they keep going on the way humankind is is going on. There was all kinds of weird things that happened here that well we were just you know very strange. Uh, puppets can't do that. 
puppets are, you know, they can't do that. And where do these puppeteers come from? Okay. This is broad daylight, 1030 in the morning. The kids go out in a little recess. So, you know, uh, you know, this, they see these aliens, this landed spaceship, some other spaceships floating around. Right. And, and what were the puppeteers at? What were they hanging from the, from the trees with, with the, with the string and the, you know, putting on the, the puppet show. I mean, you know, how, how the puppeteers sending the messages into the, into the kids' brains. Are the kids just imagining the messages because the puppeteers want them? I, I'm trying to figure this one out. Uh, you know, the other thing is a lot of the kids said that this object was extremely bright, right? It was blindingly bright when they first saw it. And so where, where did they, where did this traveling puppeteer show come up with this blindingly bright object and giant object, a flying saucer that they could play, that they were, could lift? And how did they make it fly away? I mean, think about all of this. Think about how absurd this whole whole theory is. And now Mick West is out there pushing this. Now, I'm sure that this guy here who wrote this wasn't expecting this kind of uh, response. Uh, I mean, hey, everybody's re- entitled to their opinion. I mean, you don't want to believe, uh, you know, you don't want to believe in aliens. So you come up with puppets. You say, oh, you don't know, the kids just saw puppets, you know. You know, that's all. It's just like, uh, you know, uh, it's like the, when the government comes out and says, yeah, uh, you know, uh, all the, that what you saw, what everyone saw over Phoenix was, uh, it was just uh, uh, flares. Next question. It's the same thing as that, you know. You just, you know, there's people out there, they don't want to, there's people out there that don't want to, they just can't accept it and they need something else. The alien stuff, it just scares the hell out of them. And, uh, I mean, you could look at the responses underneath uh, some of mixed posts, you know. Um, it's just. You know, people are, they don't like this. And, but but I'll tell you what, there were actually some debunkers on here, or some people that, uh, uh, you know, that like the whole, uh, deep, uh, the idea that, uh, uh, you know, that aliens aren't coming here. It seems that some of them uh, are actually a little bit upset with Mick for trying to push this theory, because even to them, it sounds ridiculous. Uh, here's some guy that says, Mick, I have tremendous respect for you, sir. That being said, I must express that this theory is leaving a bad taste in my mouth. No offense attended, Mick. I just wanted to express myself on the matter. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, and, and, and I, I'll, of course, I'll leave a link to this, uh, this t- Twitter stream. There's actually two different ones now. Uh, somebody actually and then somebody else responded visiting aliens not at all that plausible but even though there are some similarities to the puppets in question that explanation also has a lot of holes in it see even even the people that don't believe in aliens some of them are having problems with this uh that's you know there's a lot of problems with this i mean so i mean you think about this so so there's this big puppet show that the somehow this magical traveling puppet show i mean this sounds more magical this is more supernatural actually this sounds like a supernatural uh, puppet show this is like this is like the the the, that circus that arrived in town and uh ray bradbury's something wicked this way comes they show up out of nowhere only the kids can see it only the kids saw it. No adults saw. Do you think the adults would have saw the 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 traveling puppet shows uh, trucks driving away when it was all over? Because they would have needed trucks to to carry the big flying saucer uh, uh, prop that they brought with them, right? And all the lights that made it look like it was bright, right? 
right? I mean, my God, I mean, what kind of equipment? The ladders they would have needed to get up into the trees to hang down the, the strings and the puppets and, and, and to make the aliens move. I don't know how they, you know, how did they make the those kids actually see the messages? That's the, that's the, did they have some sort of uh, machine that this magic puppet show made, made, these magic puppeteers made up that, that was sending out messages to their brains that we don't know about yet? Yeah, maybe, maybe the puppeteer is some kind of a mad scientist that created this machine, right, in, in secret, and nobody knows about it yet, even after all 30 years now and it said it puts messages in the little kids brains maybe maybe they made them maybe the puppets puppeteer company made themselves invisible and that's what the so is that is that what you're trying to say mick the the puppeteer uh this group of traveling puppeteers made themselves invisible to the adults in the area so when the adults came out they didn't see anything somehow they disappeared they disappeared like magic what's more ridiculous What's more ridiculous? Who is this for? I mean, why say this? Why even put this forward? It's it's absurd. It's it's insane. It's ludicrous. It's totally ridiculous. And uh, wow, wow, you know, you know, I I I know. And let me just say this. I understand. I understand that. Uh, you know, I understand why some people don't want to accept this. And I I I. I but here's the thing, you know, you have to, the problem is the truth. When, when everything comes down to it, what you have in the end is the truth. The truth is that there's something here. I know this. I know it for a fact. And I, I, I've talked about this a number of times, but see, I know it because I saw, the, actually, my, my UFO sighting that I had happened in August of 1994, only a month before this aerial school. I didn't even know about the aerial school until some years later. You know, back then things, you know, information traveled differently. I must have missed the newspaper at the time if it was mentioned. I don't know. But in August of 1994, I saw a UFO during a nighttime fishing trip. I mean, this thing was gigantic. It was as big as a house. It wasn't just me who saw it. My, you know, my buddy who called me up that day to go fishing at this, uh, you know, in this private, near this private lake. It was a pond off this private lake in a gated community in, in near Hazleton, Pennsylvania. It's, it was called Beach Mountain Lakes. So we go. So, yeah, I said, I'll, I'll go fishing there. Somehow he got permission. His mom knew somebody that lived in this community and he got permission to go fishing there. Right. So we drove, we went to this place, uh, at, at, you know, uh, you know, we, you know, uh, we got there around five 30 was, you know, was, you know, getting, starting you know, getting a little dark, you know, get the sun's going down or whatever. We get there, we're fishing for, for hours, like for several hours, you know, and it was like 10 o'clock at night, you know, we're at this pond, nobody's around us we're like in the middle of nowhere. Right. And, 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 I, and I turn around to get a cigarette out of my tackle box. Right. And behind me was this open field with this tall grass. And on the perimeter was 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 a forest. And behind some of the trees on the perimeter, I saw these three giant bright circular lights lined up horizontally. And they came I, I, they started they were moving on behind the trees. I could see them. They were moving toward this uh, toward this bare spot to the word this opening. And I said to my buddy, I said, hey, what, what, what the hell is that? And his voice, when he, when he turned around outside, he said, I don't know. I mean, he, it was unbelievable. This thing was not making any sound, and it was as big as a house. And then it came from behind the trees, and it moved right toward our position. And, and we're standing there like, I'm in total awe. The thing was like only like 20 feet in front of me, and it was only two and a half stories off the ground. My buddy's standing, standing there with a flashlight shining. The, he was like closer to it than even I was. He was shining a flashlight on its belly. This thing is hovering. It's like as big as a house hovering there. No sound with these three giant lights on it. I couldn't make out the shape of it, but later on, he said it was saucer-shaped. 
And when I saw him shining the flashlight, I had, you know, my awe transformed into fear. So we threw everything in the back of, 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 of the pickup truck. I said, because I said, let's get the hell out of here, you know, because I thought the thing was going to land. I didn't know what was going to happen. Right, so we, uh, we threw all the stuff in the into the back of his pickup truck, and while we're doing this and getting into the truck and driving away, the thing which would stop momentarily, start moving backward in a different direction than from where it, whence it came, and start and then was hovering incredibly close to the top of the trees. It was unbelievable, and then we're driving down this dirt road, right? And we're, as we're driving down the dirt road, we had to stop because there was at least twenty deer that were running away from the direction that that thing was flying so we had to sit there and wait we're like all panicked the way it was and we're we had to stop then because there was all these deer running away from the direction that this thing went and then we drove we drove into hazelton right because it was nearby we drove into hazelton and we uh you know we went to a donut shop and we sat down at the donut shop and uh, fine we weren't talking we were both about for the whole ride into the donuts from this from this fishing spot to the donut shop there was no talking so we're sitting in the donut shop and i finally said that you know that was a ufo and he's and my, my buddy's first response because you know because of the stigma that uh, exists right he's there i'm not saying anything i'm not telling anybody that was his first response well he later did tell anybody but his first response was a fear of the stigma and i'm telling you folks these things exist. I saw with my own eyes that object was as big as life, as big as life, and it made no sound, and it could not have been man-made. There is absolutely no way, right? I had another incident when I was a kid that happened that for years I, I couldn't, exp I didn't know what it was. I actually thought it was the devil, right? Be uh, one night I woke up in the middle of the night, right? And this is, you know, I was I, my, probably 1977. I woke up in the middle of the night, and uh, I, I, I was, I used to sleep in an attic in a small house, and you know there were steps in the middle, you know that separated two sides of the room. My brother uh, Dave was sleeping on one side of the room, and I was on the other side. And I woke up in the middle of the night to this weird sound, this humming sound, this constant like, mm, and I had a, a thin blue blanket over my head. And I could see the silhouette, the shadow of a of an arm with that had a hand on it that only had that had three fingers that were thick and came to points, and the hand was getting cl closer to where my head was under the blanket and further away. And I was I was like, what, what the hell's going on here? I started you know communicating with this thing, like, like who's there? What's going on? Right? And it, nothing changed. It just kept on doing that. Right? And I could hear this humming sound the whole time. I was too afraid to pull the blanket down to look at this. Right? Because I, I, I mean, I was, uh, you know, I was an altar boy in the nearby Catholic church. I thought this thing was going to be the devil. I, you know, that's what I thought. I mean, I really thought the devil was in my room or a demon. You know, that was the only thing I could come up with. I didn't know that that I, I, aliens, as far as I was concerned at the time, that was only stuff in Hollywood movies. But uh, this thing, it continued. It wouldn't stop. This whole event lasted for 20 minutes. I had peeked out of the blanket I, at, on the other side of the room, and I saw my brother Davey sleeping. He was fa his facing me, and I started screaming to him, and he would not wake up. And and the the humming sound was so overpowering; it was somewhat muffling my voice. And so when he wasn't waking up, I was really terrified. Then I started screaming for my mom and dad, and nobody came to the rescue. So meanwhile, I I, I just stopped. I, I'm looking at this thing, and it's there's something in the room. And it does, and it, this whole thing, it couldn't have been human, whatever it was. I could see the shadow of its arm, what it looked like. I did not want to see what its face looked like, so I I just started praying. I started praying and I would open my eyes and that thing was still there. And this, this whole thing lasted for 20 minutes. And then the next thing you know, somehow I passed out. 
And when I woke up the next day, I, you know, it was like, it wasn't like you waking up from a nightmare. Like, oh, no, no, something happened that night. I passed out and then time passed and then I woke up. The next day I tried to tell everybody, nobody believed me. Years went on, 10 years probably, until I saw something on TV about alien abduction. I was like, that's what that was. That's what that was. Of course, uh, now still, I, I know there's people out there who don't want to believe this, but there's something here. There is something going on, and I am telling you, and I'm not crazy, right? And there's other a lot of other people out there that, that will tell you, right, uh, that there's something going on because they, they've had their own experience. There's, how, there's countless people that see these objects all the time. These things are not from uh, this planet. And if they are, then they, they've been hiding the whole time. And, you know, it seems like for the past uh, 75 years, it seems like since 1947, something weird has been going on here. It seems like every now and then they would show up before. There seems like there were reports throughout the centuries some you would you know you could go back to roman times we talk about this all the time people saw shields in the sky it's still going on i know there's a lot of people out there who are scared about this but it's reality there's something here we need to accept this and there's evidence out there there's evidence collected from from when when these things land on the ground right there's something going on here and i i know there's people out there who are afraid I, I'm sure Mick West doesn't like this idea, you know, the idea of, of, because of, we can't control it. We can't control it. Of course we can't, but we have to accept reality. That's, I mean, uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist per se. I, I don't get into this, uh, you know, there was a conspiracy behind JFK shooting. There was a conspiracy with the World Trade Center. I don't believe any of that stuff. But there is a government conspiracy, unquestionably, with this UFO business. There's no question about it. And, you know, it, this is not puppets in aerial school. I mean, that is absurd. That is absurd. That is really reaching, reaching, reaching for the for for straws here. I mean, it's absurd. I mean, when you have to, you put it in perspective and you sit back and you really think about it. As you can see uh, on Twitter, there's even some of Mick West, the people who don't believe uh, in aliens and alien visitation necessarily. It seems that even they can't accept this one. This this one's beyond the pale uh, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, this is, even though you do see there is a percentage of people, uh, you know, his followers, uh, there's a greater percentage so far in that poll uh, that he's thrown up there. There's a greater percentage of people that are saying there's more of a chance that it's puppets than aliens. And that's absurd. That's absurd, especially when you look at all the data that's been collected from the aerial phenomenon. That's completely, absolutely, utter, utterly absurd. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry for a lot of people out there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that uh, that you're. I mean, basically, this I, to me, the bunkerism, but the belief that the, the 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 constant battle to fight against this reality, the fight against the reality that there's an extraterrestrial presence here. It's not. I know at one point it seemed like anybody who believed in this that that the narrative was they're the crazy ones. No. They never really were. They never really were. Now, some of them were crackpots. There's no question in my mind. You know, some of these UFO contactees from the 50s and all that kind of stuff. There's some There's some people even today that claim that they know everything. There's multiple races that they know about. I don't, you know, that's all nonsense too. But when you, uh, you separate the wheat from the chaff, you could see the truth here. And the truth is there's something going on. And uh, it's time that we all accept this. It's time that we all accept it. And, uh, um, I, again, I, I, I the, the cling, like the cling to these uh, absurd 
absurd notions, these absurd hypotheses, absurd claims, you know, uh, puppets, puppets. I mean, I, I, I can't wait to hear what uh, it once the, this information is presented to uh, some of the aerial uh the, some of the adults now who were the who wore the children at Ariel uh, in 1994. I, I'm really looking forward. I'm I'm hoping that uh, you know we hear from some of them about this about this hypothesis. I'm sure they're going to have a good laugh about it. Actually, I think the, everyone's going to have a good laugh about this. It's just absurd. Again, how, how did they, if it's a puppet show? How did they how, how did this how did they pull it off? How did they pull it off? You know, it's just impossible. It's impossible. It's it's insane. You know, it's actually more absurd than the idea of aliens. And really, let's stop there for a second. Why? Why is it so absurd? Why is it so absurd? Do you go outside, look at the night sky. I mean, look at some of the images that the James Webb Telescope had just recently sent back. It's it's unbelievable, right? I mean, the the size of the universe, the the, the unbelievable amounts of planets, the the possibilities of all these different planets out there that have uh, life. I mean, it's it, it's mind boggling. And and we when you really think about it it's like well of course that some of these planets will would have life would definitely uh, harbor life that's intelligent i mean the possible it's just there's just too too the universe is too big for it not to you know this galaxy is too big for our own galaxy i mean there's billions of galaxies and our galaxy is only one of them with billions and billions of stars and billions of planets it's 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 impossible to think that in our galaxy there's not there's not something else and of course, if there is something else, that means there's going to be some uh, intelligent life that's going to be not where we're at yet. But then there's also going to be in some intelligent life that's going to be a lot in, in a higher place than we are than than where we are right now. And that means that they probably figured out some things that we haven't figured out yet. And that means that yes, I mean it's the it's obvious. Some of them it's obvious. This is obvious. They're here. They're here. You know, you need to read the data. You need to read the books. You need to look at the research that's been conducted over the years. You need to take the blinders off your eyeballs because you're you're living in a fantasy land uh, if you continue to go down this road. I mean, now we're going to talk about puppets. Uh, thankfully, uh, even some of uh, Mick West's followers aren't going to subscribe to that one, it looks like. So with all of that said, I, I, I think that the debunkers of the world, right, the scoffers, the disbelievers... I, I I want you to ask yourself a question. Why do you think that this whole thing is crazy? Why is the notion crazy to you uh, that there there could be alien visitors here? Why is that so crazy? Think about it. It's because you're conditioned. You've been conditioned to think about it. There's been propaganda to stigmatize this over years and years, and it's still that 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 propaganda still has a hold on you. You're still not accepting this truth it's it's happening right it's happening these beings are are extremely advanced way more advanced than we are right and and that's why it's it's hard to the you know it's hard to get one of these guys right it's hard to capture one i mean and when it does happen it's covered up very quickly by people in different governments of the world right they don't want you know they don't want people to know about this you know people on the top when they see when because they have problems with it themselves they realize that you know the the fear it would it induces in them, and they just think about well what that what that will do to the to the pop general population. I mean, 
Uh, and that's that's one of the reasons why this has been covered up all these years. I think actually, uh, I used to think it was for the uh, the biggest reason was for uh, the reverse engineering program. But I've changed my stance on this. I think it's because a lot of people uh, in high up in these top secret, above top secret programs, uh, they know. They know that uh, some people are not going to like the, you know, like this. It's going to change everything for them. And but I, that's why I think it's important for, you know, everyone, you know, especially the scoffers, to understand why you feel this way. You feel this way because you, you've you've drank you've drank the bathwater over the years. The it's it, the stigmatization that, that that that's deliberately. You know, actually, something this is something that's known. It's it's, it's historical. I mean, and since the nineteen fifties, the United States government, for instance, uh, they they had they actually instituted a policy to uh, debunk uh, all UFOs, say that it's all natural uh, phenomena, crackpots, drunks, you know, you name it, anything but extraterrestrial. So, one, ask yourself that question. You know, why? Why do you feel this way? Right? Why is it so absurd? You know, especially considering how big this galaxy is. Why is it so absurd? Because uh, some scientists out there—I mean, they've even a lot of scientists out there have drank this. They're 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 drunk on this uh, propaganda bathwater. When you really think about it, they are. I mean, it's just no question about it. Because it, 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 they've been conditioned over time, over many many decades now, right? Conditioned to think that it's crazy to believe this. When actually it's not, you know, we're, we're, Earth is like an island, and there are other travelers out there sometimes coming here, and there are some some of them it seems that uh, are here and they're not leaving, and what are they doing here? I don't know, right? Uh, uh, you know, I, I the I don't have any answers, right? But I know they're here, right? I know they're here, right? My person, I have my own personal evidence. Right, but uh, really, when you when you even if you didn't have pers- uh, an experience like I did, right? Uh, if you were to do the research, you would find that no, no, there is something to this. This ain't your run of the mill conspiracy. This ain't your run of the mill phenomena. This ain't you know. This ain't ghosts and goblins. This is something different. This is something real. This is this is, and it's been going on a long time, and we still don't have a lot of answers. But. Uh, I think it's extraterrestrial. You have some. There's a lot of people out there throwing out all different kinds of hypotheses that they're interdimensional, extradimensional. You know, I don't buy that. I think that they're coming from other planets. But hey, maybe I'll be wrong about that. But again, you need to like do your own research and you know, you know realize that you you you've been the victim of propaganda and. Uh, uh, it's. I, I think if you were to do the proper research, your mind would change on this. And it's not. Let me tell you something. You know, the, doing the. You're not. I'm. I'm not saying. Hey, this is. Uh, this ain't no rabbit hole, right? There's no rabbit hole here. This ain't like uh, some crazy conspiracy we're talking about here. This is. This is. There's historical fact out there. There's. I. I there's two books that I talk about all the time. I think people in the media, uh, people uh, who don't believe in this generally really should ought to to read them there it's called ufos and the national security state volumes one and volume two uh by richard m dolan it basically gives you a historical overview of uh of how the government has handled ufos from 1942 till uh, 1991 and you could then you after reading that stuff you, you i mean and this is not none of that stuff in those books is uh 
there, there's actual real reports we're talking about here stuff that you know came came from actual reports from government reports and, and things like that official stances official official comments and, and things like that i mean once you see that you'll understand that there's a lot more to this than uh what you think and uh so i i really uh, i implore people out there who uh fall for stories like this i mean i know obviously some people are falling for this uh, puppet nonsense i mean it's absolutely absolutely you know it's absurd on its face um so yeah i i really think that uh it's time for some people to uh, open their eyes to really what's going on and and, ex- and begin to accept this reality uh you know just it's time it's time to it's time to turn the page here i mean it's time to get off the and basically as far as i'm concerned there's we're still living in a it's almost like a flat earth you know you know there are some believe it or not there actually are people out there who who still think the earth is flat uh luckily it's not that many uh, who believe this but there are some people out there who think that but i think that that's where we are right now we're, we're 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 still there was a time on earth where uh the predominant uh notion uh was that the earth is flat and you know it took some time but finally we got through that i think that's what's happening here what's happening here is you know and when you think about it think about now looking back and how, how stupid those people seem to you you know they thought the earth was flat Right, and now we're we're this is the same thing with this extraterrestrial phenomenon, right? Where a lot of people aren't accepting it, but we're starting to slowly turn that corner. And at some point, you know, most of the world will be on board. There's always going to be a, a few stragglers. Just look at today. There, are, there's a few flat earthers running around out there, believe it or not. So anyway, I I really think uh, the people who are uh, don't believe this, it's time that uh, you. you uh, do some your own, do some research do some serious research it's time to get on board with reality